welcome everybody to the Magic Beans podcast. We are back again for episode number 50. Woohoo! Big episode tonight. Nice blowout. And uh, as you can hear, we have quite a few people here, so going to be an exciting one tonight. I'm your host, my name is Shorty, and uh, yeah, we have quite a few of the beans, almost all of them in fact, and we're going to do a little bit of a different episode for you tonight, but... On the line with me tonight, we have Chewy. How's it going, Chew? Uh, feeling much better than last week. Thank you. Good to have you back, Stu- Chewy. I'm Stu. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, that voice you heard was Stu. How's it going, mate? Yeah, really good now. Thanks. <laughs> we also have Cracker. How's it going? I'm great, buddy. <laughs> That's good. And we also have Scott the Blaster Boy. Welcome back, Scott. How's it hey, going? Hey, ho Hey, Scott. Great to have you back, mate. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm only here What's for that? a few minutes and I'm going. <laughs> it's only been what 49 episodes since the last <laughs> yeah. time you were on Ouch. yeah a whole, uh, a whole COVID has, has almost finished <laughs> yeah. uh, no phonely he's been isolated from us even though we're, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah we thought uh you know we, we sort of already did our one year anniversary episode because we uh, for the first almost the full first full year we weren't uh weren't doing weekly episodes so we didn't actually get to 52 for for one year so we've been, we've done the sort of look back at where we've been for the uh the first year and, and now we've hit 50 we thought we might uh put some questions out there or, or put it out there for people to ask us some questions and see well for one if people actually listen to us and want to ask us anything but yeah, give give you guys out there that are listening a little bit of an insight into you know behind the scenes and, and anything else you want to know about us so that's the plan for tonight. Uh, we will touch on the ban and restricted announcement that uh, did come out. But before we get into that, Chewy, seeing as you weren't here last week, do you want to tell us who our illustrious sponsors are? I would love to because uh, when you're homesick from work, you tend to uh, jump onto Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. and Spend money. Uh, yeah, place, place some bids, uh, get sniped by other people in your Discord, uh, which is uh, uh, a, you know, a bit of a laugh as well. But yeah. Uh, you know who you are. Uh, so yeah, Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar are a uh, Facebook auction site for uh, physical magic cards and they're great. They do auctions every night, uh, primo auctions on the weekend. And uh, yeah, they run a really tight ship, tight ship and they've got uh, full-time auctioneer, really great deals. So they sponsor us, uh, which allows us to do our leagues and, uh, you know, keep our free leagues with prizes. So uh, really appreciate Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar's support. Uh, so go and check them out. You can find them uh, just by searching exactly Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar on Facebook and uh, tell them that the beans sent you because then they'll know that people actually listen to us and they'll keep sponsoring us. So it's like a win-win. That's right. Everybody wins. That's that's the way we like it. <laughs> so yeah, busy episode tonight. Lots of questions to get through. But uh, before we get into that, we're going to touch on the ban and restricted announcement. So we had the grand finals last weekend, which uh, we spoke about on the last cast that it was coming up, and that played out, and we saw uh, a substantial amount of Omnath. And then uh, coming from that, we had a, a very quick ban and restricted announcement. So, Cracker, do you want to take us through what we saw and uh, what the end result was from so much Omnath? Sure. So, I mean, the standard meta was 71, nearly 72% Omnath. <laughs> so that's it. Like, just dial it back a second. Shorty mm. said we saw a substantial amount of Omnath. Like, thirty yeah. percent is a substantial amount. I think you're underselling it. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we've previously hit twenty five percent. Everyone's like, "Whoa, this deck is like a colossal problem here." At, so uh, I said on last week's cast that we'd probably hit fifty percent. You did, thinking that that was a lot. It was. I was way off. You were. <laughs> uh, all of the above. Yeah, all of the above. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're correct on all axes, Stu. <laughs> Yeah, and then in Historic, there was 34.4% Omnath. So, as Wizards had said that they would do, they would monitor things closely for this 32-player event, which, you know, contributes 100 or two matches to this millions of games that have already been played. However, uh, as a result, we got an announcement on Monday saying, Omnath, Locus of Creation is banned. Lucky Clover is banned and Escape to the Wilds is banned. In Standard, I should say. And then in Historic, Omnath, Teferi, Time Raveler. Oh, no. Oh, Teferi's <laughs> been banned. Oh. He's already suspended, right? He was. He's been moved off the suspended list onto the ban list. Wilderness Reclamation has been also moved off the suspended list onto the ban list. And Burning Tree Emissary has been unsuspended, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, mm. And yeah, it's a good one. Omnath Locus of Creation has been banned in Brawl. So 
I think that's all formats on Arena Omnath is banned on. <laughs> I think you yep. can play Historic Brawl. Historic Brawl. And I, th- I, th- I think Omnath is legal in that. But basically every format that people play. The seven yeah. players that play that it format is, must is, be enjoying it. it. it yeah. yeah, they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, so they've taken, uh, obviously, a much deeper cut than they did previously. Um, there's the, you know, you can go to wizards.com and it'll have all the list of um their reasoning as to why but it's busted and they decided to take subsequent actions of uh hitting clover which was also uh incredibly strong you know the the omnath build that saw the most play in the grand finals was an omnath clover build well, I, I think this is actually the more interesting point. Like Omnath, if 71%, 72% of the decks are playing it, the card clearly needs to go all good. Uh, I don't think anybody has a problem with that, but it's interesting to see the, the a shell that's been around since, you know, Eldrain and has been good and then unplayable at various points along, the, uh, along its career in standard. Uh, to see that get hit, I think, Took a few people by surprise. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and it made me pretty happy. Well, you were playing counter spells. <laughs> uh, Correct. So, yeah. Well, I was <laughs> yeah. trying. It didn't work very well. Yeah. I think it was, it, it kind of got to the point where all the other super powerful stuff has now been banned and that kind of leaves adventures at the top of the heap and probably would have been too strong. So while you're already banning one card, you might as well just ban an extra two or three just to you know, sort of lessen the blow later on rather than having adventures take over the format and then in three weeks' time you go, oh, okay, now we've got to do another ban announcement and, and take that out as well. So it just creates that really good shake-up that we've kind of been wanting. Well, have we seen that? What's the ladder look like now? Have we seen uh, like a bunch I've, of different I've played one game in the last week, so... <laughs> I played six matches tonight before we started recording. First, since, first time since the ban, saw six different decks. You know, that's a very small sample size, obviously, but... That was nice. I don't think I've see. ever had a run like that ever playing. No, I can't say I have either. Arena, so um, I'll take that. That's pretty exciting. That's a good start. Look, that's like if I, you know, tie an onion to my belt as a style at the time, Grandpa Simpson it here. Back in the day uh, when, you know, before the internet really influenced and, you know, before Arena, etc., that we had that, um, you know, metagames being solved instantly. If you went to a local tournament, even at like a PTQ or states when we had those regionals, that was what that was the experience that you had. Like you didn't have, you know, thirty percent or seventy percent of the same deck. You're like every single round, almost like modern, right? Like where it's the format's a known quantity, and you might go like, "Oh, Tron, such a problem in um, in modern," but you might not actually play against it in a whole tournament. Maybe you play it once. Yeah, it's like ten percent of the field. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's healthy, and I, if standards anywhere near that, and there's a whole bunch of viable decks that are all ten percent of the metagame, then that's perfect, in my opinion. I love that. Yeah. So we'll have to see sort of how it shakes out. But one thing I just wanted to ask, like Scott, seeing as we've got you on here tonight, I don't know how much Magic you've been playing recently, but from a, a newer player's perspective and someone who's pretty casual in how much Magic you play. How much does it affect you to see so many bans recently? Like, I, th- I think someone came out uh, this week and said that there's more cards have been banned in the last six months or year or something than has in the 15 years before then. Yeah, 53% of the banned cards in the last 12 months. Yeah, Kibler said yeah. that and verified by Frank Carsten, so it must be correct. <laughs> so, how, like, how does that affect you? Do you, do you even care that, that these cards are getting banned? Do you even notice? Like, like how, do, how does that sit for you? Um. To answer your initial question, I haven't played a lot of Magic at all in the last few months, so um, any recent bans certainly haven't had any impact on me at all because I just haven't played. But I think um, from a general point of view, though, as a new player, when you see, and I think we talked about this briefly in one of our very, very early episodes, um, I made a comment about it's a bit disheartening when you see cars being banned almost a month or so after they're brought out in a set, and I... I sort of question what goes on with the playtesting and, um, <laughs> and but you know, we, we talked about that. We talked about how a lot of these sets are designed and probably printed long before they're sort of brought out to the general public and, and the public breaks it. 
But um, from a, a new player's perspective, I, I think it goes two ways. You um, you either get very disheartened because you sort of want to try and build that meta deck. You don't really know what you're doing, so you go out and you might spend real money or or um, currency within Arena itself, gems, uh, to build your decks up, and then suddenly they're banned. Or alternatively, probably more to do more more more. The way I look upon it is that I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't really build these meta decks. Um, and I'm just glad when they do get banned because I finally don't have to deal with cauldrons and stuff anymore. Um, <laughs> um, because I think one of the things that puts me off the most as a new player, and, and I'm not as competitive, um, I like to just go in and I'll create ridiculous decks. Um, I think the most competitive decks I've ever had has been my goblin decks. And, and I think they still are quite competitive, but I might decide to create a dinosaur deck and it might be absolutely rubbish. But I'll come across the same meta decks time and time and time again in Arena, and it just gets boring after a while to constantly lose to them all the time. Um, so, so yeah, to see some of those cards get banned, the ones that are constantly beating you, it's a bit of a double-edged sword. Um, so, yeah, but hasn't really affected me that much, to be honest. It gets boring <laughs> for us to lose to those decks all the time as well, man. Yeah. yeah. But I think, yeah. I think Scott uh, made an important point there in the, you know, Arena's the flagship, for magic and that is the avenue to get new players in so it's shiny it's you know it's colorful it's bright it's got you know flashy animations which children love and <laughs> not chewy not chewy <laughs> and then you get on there and it's like oh, i just played against the same deck 15 times in a row this mm. game actually sucks so i i think it's a, actually a really important consideration thinking about the the newer player to magic and their experience. So uh, that is something they should consider, not just, you know, the the loud and noisy pros or content creators, but yeah, sparing a thought for the for the little guy down in bronze somewhere and how they're engaging with the game. So if that's a consideration, then that's great. Wizard side, you know, uh, commend them for that. If not, then they should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. So yeah, we'll have to see how standard shakes out. Obviously, we'll touch on that a bit more once we've seen a few more events and, and that sort of thing i know there's a an arena open coming up in a couple of weeks which we'll be talking about i'm pretty sure that one's standard but yeah we'll, we'll touch on that in the next couple of casts and see how standard goes and hopefully it's a bit more enjoyable i know there's been a lot of chatter on our uh, discord this week for our leagues people that are finally sort of coming out going all right yep i'm ready to play my matches now i, I don't i know i don't have to play against omnath anymore so i'm ready to play so Hopefully it's uh, it's been a good thing and we'll have a good standard format going forward. So, yeah, as I, as I mentioned, we're going to go through a bunch of listener questions. So we put out a, uh, a shout-out on our Discord or, or uh, asked it out there for people to send us some questions. I completely forgot to mention it. Stu, you were meant to uh, remind me last week that... Uh, I cough, to, B team, cough. Yeah, oh, to, to, on, to say it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just throw you under the bus there. Nice. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> it's, all it's all Stu's fault. Yeah, it's never it wasn't in fault. the show notes. <laughs> no, exactly. That's why I forgot. But, That's uh, also why I forgot. We, we did have a, uh, a pretty good response, which is, yeah, I mean, we've, we sort of talked about it on our one-year episode about how... Like, we can't believe that, for one, that people even listen to our <laughs> stupid podcast that we do. But Excellent podcast. Yeah, sure. But uh, that they, you know, people are getting involved in our Discord and we've got this community growing and all that sort of stuff. And just that people actually want to ask us questions. Like, that is, it's just so, so weird for a, a, yeah, a, a bunch of old beans that uh, talk into mics every couple of weeks. So... Yeah, really, uh, really big shout out to everybody who did send us a question. And yeah, we, we've, we've sort of gone through and grouped them a little bit. We had a few sort of double ups, but similar questions. We've grouped them a little bit. And yeah, I'm just going to run through those and answer as, as many of those as we can. And hopefully you uh, you get the information you need. So first question right off the bat is uh, handed them from Plunksy, who's uh, yeah very, very active in our Discord. How did the magic bean start? Which I'm pretty sure Scott, you can uh, you can answer that one. Yep. Are you all mates from high school? And uh, Benny R also are sort of along similar lines. How did you all meet? How long have you known each other? So Scott, you can say how the I guess the podcast started. Yep. Which which we have talked about before, and maybe yeah. maybe one of the other beans can jump in with where the uh, the actual origin of the beans came from. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, the, the concept came from um, one night in a Lebanese restaurant. 
I think it was celebrating someone's <laughs> birthday. Uh, for those that don't know, Shorty is married to my niece. Uh, so there's the family connection there. And I think um, at the time, I just wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to get involved in a project of some sort. And I thought, why not? What's better than a podcast? It's something which you can talk about an interest um, with like-minded people. And I knew that uh, Shorty and his mates definitely had an interest in in uh, Magic the Gathering. Um, and I wanted to get back into it again. So I thought, well, there you go. There's there's our there's our, our topic point. <laughs> so uh, it didn't take very much. I sort of went up to him at the dinner and said, hey, would you be interested? He said, yes, straight away. Uh, <laughs> no, no, he, I was like, oh, no, I don't, no, you I don't have a good time. And before <laughs> the end of the night, Shorty had messaged the rest of us and said, hey, we're starting a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a question, it was a statement. Yeah, I think I think I mentioned it to him once at dinner and um, he brought it up about 20 times. So I, I knew it was definitely going to be happening. Um but yeah, from there, we um, I think Shorty sent out the message to the others and uh, got a resounding response from them as well. Um, so yeah, I suppose my connection to the others would be I've, I've obviously met Cracker and Chewy and Stu um, all through Shorty. Um, so yeah, I'll pass it on to one of you guys. You can explain how the beans came about and how you all know each other. Sure. So I can talk about the origin of the the beans itself. Um, So we were all playing, I guess maybe where we all know each other from, we all go to the same church. We've known each other from there for a long time. I moved from Tasmania to Melbourne, man, how long ago? Nearly 18 years ago. (laughs) It's a while. I think. Yeah, actually, it's coming on 19 years now, so a long time ago. Um, and basically just met these guys there. I'd even known them from prior to that as well. I've known um, Shorty's wife basically my whole life. Yeah. My, my parents are friends with her parents kind of thing. So we, a, lot, a lot of us went to kids' camps and things yeah, like that together. Chris and like, I have known each other for well over 20 years. Yeah. I yeah. remember when we were collecting Pokemon cards and thought we were awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and now we collect magic cards and think we're awesome. And Shorty ah, was, awesome. Shorty's long, long-term mates with my brother-in-law. So, you know, we both had a common enemy. So we became friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> Uh, Grew up with him as well. So that, that's kind of how we, we all know each other to start with. And uh, both Chewy and Shorty, I mean, I, I've talked about this before where I was playing, you know, we we're playing in like 8th edition and, and like the Kamigawa block and, and like Scars and Mirrodin and all that kind of stuff in the early 2000s. Um, and then I dropped off for a while and we kind of got back into it again in... Um, Man, what was the first pre-release I did with you guys? It was I think the it was Car- Carl's yeah, it was block. the Fate Reforged. I think it was the last yeah, one. Yeah, um, and so we I kind of got into it a little bit there, and from there we kind of just did more and more together, and there ended up being a team sealed GP for Hour of Devastation. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, in, in Sydney. In, uh, in Sydney. Yep. And so we decided that Shorty, Chewy, and I would go up as a team. And we decided to come up with a team name of the Magic Beans because we were beans. <laughs> and, and, and so, that's, yeah, that's, so, so that's, the, calling each other a bean had been a bit of a, I don't know, a term of endearment or a little bit of a, you know, self-deprecating. Like a backhanded compliment. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, it was kind of, and, you know, and we played Magic and we were beans. So it was a no-brainer for us, really. Um, I, what I've enjoyed about, this, you know, and thinking back to our origin story and, you know, episode one, terrible audio if you can handle it, but episode one, we go into depth about this. But, um, like I've known Cracker and Stu for a long time. Shorty and I had a lot to do with each other through, you know, our, uh, you know, other friendship circles outside of church and, you know, our wives being friends and things like that. But I'd always known Cracker and Stu and Chris, but never really had huge amounts of interaction with them. Like never really had that like depth of friendship. And magic, like it is for many people, has really become that and, you know, grown to, you know, a really close circle of friends. Um, and, you know, Scott, when you're here, you know, you're counted as that, but then you disappear doing Lego for six months. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's um, magic. One of the greatest things about magic is the, the community around it. And, you know, we've had our own little, you know, common interest and it's just a, a vehicle uh, to... A, a social vehicle basically where you can sit around and play commander and whilst you're you know shuffling your deck because you know shorty's cracked his fancy foil scalding tarn um you know you <laughs> and he's trying to find his 
you know, whiteboard and shivering reef or whatever he's looking for. Um, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steam vents, that's what I'm looking for. Um, yeah, uh, you know, you talk about other stuff and I love that. Uh, and that's kind of how, the, you know, the podcast has sort of grown. It's the podcast has got to 50 episodes because, you know, we've gotten better. We've become better and better mates over the course of that, which is something that's I've really enjoyed. Yeah. Love you so, guys. Yeah, we've, <laughs> most of us have known each other for a long time. I've known Scott as long as I've, well, since I started dating Kat. So we've been married for... 11 years so what, what probably like 13 14 years or something i've known scott for and you know you scott's been to like birthday parties and things where you've met some of the other guys and that sort of stuff so we, we've all known each other for quite a long time i think the first time i met you or well certainly you but uh i think chewy was there as well was at cat's 21st yeah okay uh, and we talked about D. <laughs> yeah nice yep yep so yeah none, none of us actually grew up together as such we're all in different locations all around Victoria and I, was, I would have been friends with Queensland, your younger brothers i would have been friends with your younger brothers before i was friends with you short yeah yeah definitely yep yep and like i was in new south wales and queensland cracker was in uh tassie and then yeah like Stu lives in the what's that country right near um tasmania frankston <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. It's got a big wall around it. <laughs> been dandin on. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Something wow. about glass houses. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, on to the next one. So, Hamburger, who uh, Hamburger is from uh, Northern Ireland via uh, the Philippines, I believe. And uh, they've asked, they'd like to hear the story behind our nicknames. Uh, and what we did to make them stick, if, if there is anything, and did we play any practical jokes on one another back in the day? So practical jokes-wise, probably not, because, uh, yeah, we, like I said, we sort of didn't really actually grow up together. But, uh, yeah, story of our nicknames, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Like, my, mine's pretty obvious. I'm, I'm short, although I'm not actually short now. I'm, yes, you are. I'm, what, 5'7", I think I am, so I'm normal i guess <laughs> but I, uh, I was with age though well i'm definitely well <laughs> let's, I actually, let's talk about like, age scott shall we so, <laughs> yeah. Side, yeah side tangent story uh here we I, go I, had, I did i did actually lose about an inch of height i uh I had, a a dirt, I had a dirt bike accident <laughs> uh nearly 20 years ago now and uh yeah compressed three vertebrae in my spine and uh yeah that that actually shrunk me so I was already short and, and got a little bit shorter, but uh, yeah, I, I was always the shortest in my class all the way up until year 11, so like 16-ish sort of thing. I was always the shortest, and uh, yeah, just uh, some random girl in, in year seven, first year of high school, the first couple of weeks called me shorty, and it just stuck, and uh, haven't been able to shake it since then, so, so I knew where my for, mind comes from. So on that, I knew, I knew shorty for actual years like probably four or five years <laughs> and someone's gonna say the same someone thing. <laughs> said hey where's tristan and i was like well that's the kid i grew up with in tassie and they're like no no shorty i went his name is tristan what <laughs> we were I writing no invitations idea. we were writing invitations to our engagement party my wife and i and i'm like so what what what's shorty's real name <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I've, I've yeah I've definitely been much much more known as Shorty. Uh, even when I was like running my own business uh, with with my brother, I would always introduce myself as Shorty to to people we were working for and all that sort of stuff and clients and whatever. Uh, just found people remember it a lot easier. But uh, yeah, in my professional life, obviously now I'm uh, I have to go by Tristan. So I want to hear about uh, Crackers. I think Crackers got the best story. Mine, yeah. So we. We had a church camp for um, over the Christmas period and New Year's Eve where was a whole bunch of us out on a basketball court at, you know, I don't know, sometime in the morning and playing with fireworks. And that's not a good idea as it turns out. And and one of the guys lit a little, little banger, little um, firecracker and um, dropped it out the back of his hand behind everyone to give everyone a big fright because they were all throwing him in front and they went bang and everyone go, ah. Anyway, I didn't know that he'd lit it. And so I saw him drop it and I was like, oh, you dropped one. And he's like, no. And I picked it up and it blew up in my hand. <laughs> and I am now partially deaf in my left ear. <laughs> and, um, oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what happened was like it blew up in my hand. Everyone just goes, oh, 
Cracker Boy. And then that was it. Like, I have been Cracker since New Year's Eve 2000. Um, so, yeah, tw- oh, 20 years now I've been known as Cracker. Wow. Don't play with fireworks, kids. I was very lucky that it's only, like, partial hearing loss. Uh, yeah. I couldn't feel my fingers for two days. I was blind out of my left eye for, like, a day and a half. And it was not good. But the nickname is Stuck. So, there you go. Yep. I'm always interested to see when you enter a room whether your wife's on your left or your right hand side, just to see whether you're able to hear. So, like in in group conversations and things, I have to turn my head or look at people to be able to hear them properly. Um, In in loud environments, it's certainly difficult. It's just kind of always fuzzy. I always thought it had something to do with cracker barrel cheese, and I just never wanted to ask. Cracker barrel cheese. <laughs> well, you've got another friend called Cheese. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Oh, it's all in the family. There's cheese. bound to be someone out there called Brie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, all right, Blaster Boy. Where, where did Blaster Boy come from? Is that, uh, is that just your gaming name? Where, where's it actually come from? Yeah, pretty much. It, um, it's, it's evolved over the years. It, uh, when I first was heavily raiding in WoW many years ago, I had my main character was called Master Blaster um, uh, after, obviously, um, what do you call it? What's that movie? We talked about this last time. I always forget the name of the movie now. Mad Max. Oh, yeah, um, beyond, that's Beyond the Thunderdome. Yeah, Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. Um, but the problem was that uh, all the people in uh, my guild or in the guild that I was in kept calling me Master and it, it just felt really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so I changed it to Blaster, which then became Blaster Boy. Uh, and then years later, um, and it became my gamer tag for my consoles and right across the board. Uh, and then after a while, I wanted to get onto social media with the same gamer tag, but someone had already taken Blaster and Blaster Boy. So I became the real Blaster, which is now the gamer tag I use everywhere. So if you're looking for me on PlayStation or Xbox or any of the other consoles, that's how you'll find me. And that's pretty much it. Fair enough. Chewie, I know you've got a story with yours. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm seven foot tall, very hairy. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I have, like, enormous ears, basically. Um, I, I remember my, like, under 11s uh, football coach telling me I looked like a car with his doors open. And, um, way back in the, you know, the late eighties in primary school, some kids thought they'd, you know, do me a favor and they put some chewing gum behind my ears to like stick my ears back. So ended up with a whole bunch of, uh, it's a pretty tragic story when you say that. Um, I had a mullet the at the trauma, time, buddy. which had to be cut off, which was like devastating because it was the, the greatest 80s. shame ever. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, so yeah, so then all of my friends at school and eventually even my family uh, just started calling me Chewy. So a little bit like you, Shorty, like most people just know me as Chewy yeah. rather yeah, than I, I, Matt. Same, as, same thing for you and me. Like I knew you as Chewy for years and years before I found out what your name was. I yeah. think I only knew your name was Matt because Cheese's name was also Matt. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a um, – yeah, so that – when you ask if the name kind of stuck, yeah, it did, did, did like oh. like chewing gum in my hair, yeah. So, <laughs> so, you, so Stu- far these are all tragic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, well, I mean, that's usually where nicknames come from. So the the tragedy of my nicknames, I don't know which one you want to pick because I've got two handles on Discord at the moment, and then there's just Stew, but they're all pretty boring. Stew is just short for Stuart. Yeah, and makes sense. Yep. My other nicknames, Disco Stew and Viper, are just my associated gamer handles. So Disco Stew's on Xbox, Viper is on everything else. Yeah, fair enough. And have that's you, about it. Have you it's ever kind had of boring. A, like a, an actual nickname that stuck? There's some people that just don't seem to, to so, get nicknames. Nothing ever really stuck, but I was called Pizza Hut for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you mean for a while? You mean in perpetuity now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell us about so, that. Tell us the origin of this name, Pizza Hut. Grade six. Went through puberty before everyone else. Sick brags. Covered in covered in pimples. Yeah, sick brags. That's right. <laughs> covered in pimples, and it used to be one three one three double one double six, whatever the Pizza Hut jingle was. Oh, yeah. da, 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 Stewie's face, because you know it was like pizza oh, face. Wow. And so then, okay, yeah, that's like, pizza face okay. or Pizza Hut. Basically. I'm not going to call you yeah, Pizza Hut anymore. No, it, I can see why you didn't last. stick with that one. Now, when you double the size of everybody else, 
nicknames like that don't stick for long. Yeah, I'll just yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> not 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 a not a problem, Shorty or I have had. That not one. like yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why you're Shorty. In. But then Cracker, what's your deal? Yeah. Why he's did you too, not assert too, yourself? He's too nice to beat everybody up. He couldn't hear people yeah. calling it calling the, him yeah. it for so long. Yeah. It, well, it was just instantly twenty people. Like there was no like one dude who's like I'm going to call you Cracker and it's going to stick. Nope. It just became a thing. Instantly, so instantly, yeah, I would just go with a, you can do about that. One. I would just go with a kid called Brett, and it's not it's not a bad nickname in in fairness. Like, I mean, uh, other than the slightly U.S. Racist. racial connotations <laughs> aside, you know, yeah, try, trying to use your name on Among Us doesn't I really did, work. I did try and do that. Yeah, it did not let me put cracker. Oh, really? Yeah, Among Us is just like, nope, you can't have that. Well, wow. let's be honest. Um, you can't hear it when we all call you cracker anyway. Yeah, <laughs> is that why your audio is always in mono? Because you just got you don't realise it's in mono because yeah, you actually can't exactly. hear you from the other side. Yeah, and that's why it's always hard pan to the left because I don't want to hear myself. Yeah, yeah, uh, very good. All What's right, the next, next question? question. So Sith asked us what got what got each of you into magic in the first place. So I think uh, most of us have sort of touched on this in our origin story, but maybe a quick quick run through of uh, of everybody. Chewy, you what what got you into it? Yeah, uh, Shorty got me into it initially. Um, <laughs> playing um, playing games, uh, you know, random weekend. Try this, seemed pretty good. And then I discovered the competitive scene, and that's what got me right into it. And uh, I, um, you know, in more recent years, I've gone from you know trying to be the best player I can be to it's more of a group pursuit now. So, but definitely, it was a uh, playing with friends. It was a fun game to play, and then figured out that. I could actually play the game a little bit and then, you know, tried to see how far I could go with it. And you become so enfranchised when you're playing, you know, two to three tournaments a week and traveling interstate for, uh, for PTQs and, and Grand Prix. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, through that you meet a lot of people and, you know, you have a lot of good times and such. So initially it was a, a fun game I could play with friends and then compete with. And then what sort of kept me in was the, the people that I play with. That's me, really. Yep. Cracker, I think someone from your work got you into magic. No, it was Peeps. Yep. yep. Yeah, so just uh, I, w- I wasn't even working with at that time, actually. It was just oh, one okay. of my mates, and I, I was playing, um, used to like play D&D and other board games and stuff with him, and yeah, I was over at his place one night, and he's like, oh, this dude from the game shop gave me these starter decks, and it's like fun. I'm like, all right, cool. Sounds good. Um, so we started learning then, and that's basically it. Like I said, stop for a while, stop for a number of years, um, and then uh, it's magic, man. It's got your hooks in you. You, you can't ever leave, <laughs> you for nev- real. never get rid of it. <laughs> and then, yeah, you two were playing again a bunch, and we started talking about it. I was like, oh, that was pretty fun. Let's do some more, and that's been it. Nice. Stu, I don't actually know like how you got into, into magic. Well, I spoke what? about it in my origin story no, on I my first I episode. I can't remember that. That's 50 episodes no, was- ago. Oh, no, wait. It's not for, no, not for me. I'm yeah. about halfway through. But, um, yeah, it was Chewy ran a night uh, of right. yep. magic for, for no- uh, noobs. Yep. And, yeah, I just got into it and was given a green deck that looked amazing and, uh, yeah, didn't look back. That was actually really fun. I enjoyed that. That I, was a great night. I it just, really was. I had a massive collection because I was playing so much Limited at the time. I just had just thousands and thousands of commons and uncommons and i just built a bunch of like you know green decks white decks blue decks etc and jammed them together and just put out the call and said anyone who wants to come and play magic and um isaac egan uh from who has been on the cast before after his pro tour success was running a store in melbourne at the time so he threw up some prizes some pre-con decks and such yeah it was awesome so yeah it was great and it was just yeah really fun to play and People still have those decks uh, and, you know, I'll get the odd text message of a photo of, uh, you know, uh, a couple that got decks on the night and, you know, on their, you know, Saturday night after the kids are in bed in lockdown, uh, they decide to play some magic cards from 15 years ago. So it's pretty cool. I actually still got them, but they're well and truly pulled apart. Say again, sorry? I've still got the decks as well, but they're all pulled apart. That's cool. I was going to say, actually, I know Chris's... um how he got into magic thing. He he was he'd heard us talking about it a bunch and then one day he just sent me a message like, Hey, I'm thinking about playing this magic game and I was like, Yes you are <laughs> and that was it. He just he'd heard, you know, me and Shorty and Chewie talking about it a bunch and you know, he's he's obviously into strategy games and He wanted to be in with the cool crowd. He wanted well 
<laughs> yeah. Yes, that's exactly yes, right. Exactly. Um, and-, and that was the thing, right? Like I, because I took a break like everybody else did, but then once you hear, oh, your friends are all playing this game again or you guys are all getting super serious about it and going nuts, I'm like, oh, maybe I need to get those cards out again and get back into it. Well, that, that happened to me a little bit. I had a, a pretty serious break from the game where well, a break from playing tournaments. I was still playing online, uh, Magic Online, because Arena was not even out yet, and the occasional pre-release. And then Shorty was like, oh, I'm going to have a go at playing competitive, but, you know, I need someone to test with. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I mean, like, you don't even have to ask me twice. And, uh, you know, it's it doesn't take much. It's, you know, you can you can put the addiction aside but it never, you can never really leave it, right? You can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. So, yeah, I don't need a lot of encouragement to come back. And it's, yep. yeah, it's usually shorty. Scott, you were always, uh, you know, we, I know we've played like Warhammer, like Warhammer Fantasy Tabletop. We've played Warhammer Roleplay. We've done D&D. We've done like Cthulhu. We've done a lot of that sort of stuff. Did Was Magic just like a natural progression in, in sort of the nerd culture? Or, or like when when did you actually pick it up? Um, it was, I used to play Pokemon with my nephew when he was like only 10 or 11. So we used to play a lot of Pokemon. And then somehow or other, I came across the magic cards at, at the store when I was getting, getting some Pokemon cards. And I, I think I just liked the, I had no idea what I was doing. I had, I just liked the idea of, um, zombies and vampires. So I played a black deck for a long time and Billy would play a green deck and I, I'm convinced both of us were breaking the rules every single time. I'm, I, I still do, so I haven't changed it at all. Um, but yeah, I think once it sort of once we got a few games in, I actually quite liked it. But I mean, you know me well enough that I chop and change all over the place. I'm, I'm never no, really no, of, never, never. <laughs> so I never sort of hang around for too long, and and I'll put something away and then come back to it. Pretty much like you guys have said, you 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 constantly come back, and yeah, magic's the same. It's just one of those things that. You know, like I'm in a hiatus at the moment and no doubt in, you know, a few more months time, I'll probably get right back into it again. And and that'll be a recurring pattern for me. So you'll be on the cast every week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for another six months and then I'll, I'll bow out again. Yeah. All right. Next question. So Reese asked, who is the best bean and why is it shorty? <laughs> it's not That's what exactly it says, it says in the show notes, is it? No, you said, why is it Cracker? And why did Shorty edit it to make it sound like everybody said him? It's <laughs> the most uh, uh, poignant question uh, I think yeah, we've got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but sort of tying into those questions, Chewy also asked, he's asking a, a question on his own podcast, by how wide of a margin is Chewy the best player in the beans? And uh, I, I think that's a bit debatable. But uh, Hemsey also asked, he wants to know everybody's opinion on which of the beans is the most spiky. So how do we want to answer these three uh, questions? Like, it's it's pretty hard to say who is the, you I know, the best player. I think Cracker's the nicest human of us all. I, I, I think so. I think he's the, he's the best. Yeah, I don't think that's up for debate. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. the best bean as far as, you know, he's, 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 he's the nicest guy uh, amongst us. I, I think we Very can all polite. agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. This, 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 <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know. I was looking at this going, okay. Don't worry, there's a roast coming. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> I'd be, be disappointed if it didn't. Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, uh, the next question is not really debatable. I've got a pro tour and a GP top 16. Nobody else does. <laughs> you, you, so. have a, you have a pro point, so you are yeah, the official yeah. best player, I guess. Uh, I mean, I yeah, top eight at the last... Uh, so two of the last three PTQs I played in. Things and like the that. next so, question. Uh, and who's the most spiky? I actually think it's you, Shorty. I yeah, think you're the most spiky. You, you guys have said it before. And yeah, I, I, I could probably agree with that. I think, yeah, I tend to try and play spiky decks sometimes. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine I, with I that. Don't, I don't think Chewie's far behind. No, no, I, I no, don't. definitely not. I, I don't. No. But I I certainly get saltier than Shorty um, but about it. But um, <laughs> I think Shorty is just... Now, I I love being competitive and I, I love, you know, doing my best and solving puzzles and trying to win. But I think that vein runs deeper in shorter in shorty than it does me. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And and like that's that's it uh, holds true in a lot of aspects and things that I do in my life. It's that everything I do I'm always trying to compete and be the best at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, and competing uh, with yeah, yourself, has, has not benefits, necessarily but- with others. And yeah, it's uh it's not a derogatory thing when nah. to say you're the most spiky. Yep. 
Cool. Uh, Matty Polson asks, he wouldn't mind hearing a bit more about our magic careers. So speaking about uh, Chewy, like, uh, I'll sort of tie that into the next question, which you also asked, what's it, what was it like going to our first tournaments and how we've progressed from there to now? In terms of magic careers, like Chewy, you've definitely had the, the most. I mean, none of us have had actual careers in magic, but you've gone the furthest out of any of us by far. So yeah. yeah, I mean you've you've mentioned as you just mentioned before you've you've been to a pro tour back in the day like how, yeah, how I, did I, you find all that? I, only one, um, yeah. So it's um, look definitely the one of the absolute highlights, um, probably second only to this podcast if I'm honest, uh, was making a uh, top sixteen at a Grand Prix uh, in Lawn Limited. Uh, it was a pretty eventful event. I don't know if you want me to go into that at all, but. Um, no. Got the, no time. No time. Uh, it's probably its own podcast. Um, but yeah, top 16 back in the day got you a, uh, a Pro Tour invite and I was the highest placed um, player without a Pro Point. So at that point, you get a little bit of bonus cash. So I got enough money to fly my wife and I to and from Kuala Lumpur to play in yeah, Pro Tour KL. Uh, finished like middle of the field. Uh, met John Finkel, had dinner with Zvi Mauschewitz. Um, through the Grand Prix, I met a couple of pros that got, I got along with really well. Uh, Andre Coimbra, who's now just poker player, Steve Sarden, uh, Olivier Ruel. And um, so caught up with them at the Pro Tour as well. And, you know, whenever they're in Australia, it's, uh, uh, you know, we always say g'day, which is really fun. So, yeah, that's definitely been the, um, you know, the pinnacle of, of my uh, you know, competitive career and going to my first tournament did talk about that. Um, you know, I, I had a really good experience at a local game store, won a couple of games, which was nice. And, but you know, what got me coming back was, you know, my opponents were great. The store was great. It wasn't a hot day in the day, so it was good in there, but the, um, yeah, like a common thread with so much of what I've say is about, you know, the people that you meet and, and play against and, and with, so yeah, that, the second part of that question's definitely, it's all about the people. Yep. Uh, yeah, for the rest of us, yeah, no, none of us have really sort of had any major uh, wins or anything like that. Um, you know, had had a few good finishes at some tournaments, but I think generally for all of us, our first tournaments we went to were, were good fun. We're probably all a little bit nervous, as, as most people are, but generally pretty good. Uh, Yan Ray asks, with a name like Magic Beans, why did we not get more Jack and the Beanstalk slash Beanstalk Giant, Bartered Cow, etc. related puns for Eldraine? I'm, I'm going to answer this one. So this Eldraine was sort of just getting previewed, I think, when we sort of first started the podcast. And I definitely, I, like, you know, saw those cards and went, oh, that, like, it all ties in with Magic Beans. And I just kind of couldn't, you know, we were, we were pretty nervous in what we are doing when we were recording and just sort of couldn't really <laughs> work these things into the podcast properly, trying to be professional, that sort of stuff. And... Yeah, kind of dropped the ball on that one, but uh, wait, wait for Eldrain remastered, Jen, right? Yeah, yep, yeah, there'll there'll be there'll be plenty enough, and I'm I'm sure we've made up for it uh, since then with all the bad puns and terrible tangents and things like that. So next time we'll we'll, we'll get there next time. Uh, Yan Ray also asked, uh, where do we see the podcast going? What's been good? This I think this is this is probably going to be a, a a bit of a long answer. This one, what's been good? What's been hard slash different to what we expected? Maddie Polson also said the Beans have reached a massive milestone of having their fiftieth episode. Where do we see the Beans podcast going in the future? Do we see uh, exploring other formats in discussions, continuing with leagues, exploring different topics like finance, um, that sort of stuff? So, cracker, where where are we going with this podcast? Like. Are we, oh, are we doing mate, 50 episodes and we're done? Sky high. No, we love it. <laughs> like, it, it's, we're all still having a blast, right? This is this is not a chore to any of us. I mean, it might be to Shorty, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it speak for yourself. He does all the work. It doesn't, doesn't count. It's not, um, a chore, it's not a chore for anybody who matters. Cor- <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're done. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were going to have another 50 episodes, but if our editor, producer, uh, show notes writer, host decides to quit then we're all in strife uh we, we're loving it we're having a great time and so you know we've got some plans like we, we've said it a bunch of times we, we can't believe how successful this has been and like the success is is huge for us and and tiny in the scale of magical yeah. podcasts and things like that but i mean we're not we're not out to compare ourselves to anyone else we just 
so happy with the people that we get to engage with, right? And like I have Discord open, you know, on my computer all day and it's just, it's awesome to see, you know, the the people that we get to chat with and, you know, like these are the, the friends that we're making, right? It's it's awesome. So where do we see it going? Well, we'll keep making them for as long as you guys keep listening. Mm. Yep. And yeah, we will still be running leagues. We've yeah, got plenty plenty more topics to talk about and Wizards keeps printing new sets and banning cards. So oh. there's <laughs> always something to talk about. Uh, Maddie Paulson, we will talk about other formats when we get to play them again. Yes. <laughs> if if the, the first, we spent a lot of time talking about modern at the yeah, start and, of this and, and, podcast and pioneer when the yeah when absolutely that sort of first came out. So we spent you know probably the first six months or seven months of this cast talking quite heavily about those formats because we weren't really we, were, we we classed ourselves as modern players right rather than. Standard or yeah, arena that, players that, or anything like that. That was like our favourite format. Yeah. It probably still would be if we ever got to, you know, sit down and play it again. But, I mean, arena is what we have, so that kind of just dictates where things go at the moment. I miss yep. Cube. I miss Cube yeah. too. <laughs> One day we will Cube again. So, uh, yeah, Benny asked, asked, sort of continuing on from that, how are we finding balancing the ever-growing beans cast with the rest of our lives? So, Stu, you, you're, you know, sort of newer to the podcast – but you have, well, you've got the biggest family out of uh, well, any, anyone on the cast. Is it, though? Is it, though? <laughs> I, I lost one of mine along the yeah, way. So it's a, I think I'm quite even with you and Cracker now. So Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's, I don't know. I, I don't have to do all the work that you do. So I, I really want to know how you find it. How do you balance it? Yeah, I think really? this is definitely a question this for Shorty. Because the rest of us kind of just show up. We just turn up. We show up, <laughs> read what we're told to. <laughs> And then handball it back to you to put it together. Like, seriously, dude, you do so much work for this, and I actually feel bad. That's no, all good. Yeah, like, like, like I sort of say before, like, I almost look at this as a competition, like uh, pu- pushing the podcast to to grow and become bigger and do more things and expand so and all that spiky. sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is a spiky attitude, and that's what drives me to keep doing the things that we're doing and that that's why I have no issue with with doing all the stuff that I do so it's always fun sort of trying to find that balance yeah with with family and work and kids and that sort of stuff and I have like my job sort of a bit up and down like sometimes I have weeks where I'll have you know Tuesday or a Wednesday or something like that where I've I don't have tons to do and I can do the show notes pretty early and put a put a ton of time and effort into stuff and then I have weeks like the last couple of weeks I've had where I'm, I'm just flat out all the time so it's up and down a bit but, uh, yeah, I don't find it that hard to sort of squeeze things in here and there. And I'm loving how, how big we've grown and all the extra stuff that we're doing with the streaming and the leagues and all that sort of stuff. And just, yeah, sort of looking forward to having it get bigger and, and better as we go and, and constantly improving. So and it's, a, it's a balancing act, but it's, it's one I can work around. There's also a, an important thing to, to mention here. I know none of them actually listen to the cast, but a, a shout out to our significant others as well. <laughs> uh, you know, they support us in this. And, you know, my wife knows that on a Thursday night, uh, you know, she's, you know, I'll get the kids bathed and, and fed and, and such. But actually, you know, those night duties are, you know, on her and she uh, accepts that. So, you know, she's a legend. So I'm lucky to have her. Uh, yep, so absolutely. Yes, I think we're all lucky to have the wives that we have. Amen. Definitely. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> we're not the uh, the typical single nerds living in our parents' basement. And Imagine sort of how much thing. content we could uh, <laughs> put out if we all just lived in a share house together. Yeah, That's right. It'd be great. 24-7 streaming. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Jay Mudd asks, uh, a lot has happened to Magic and the world, obviously, uh, during the first 50 episodes. So, where do we see Magic, and he's got, and the world going over the next 50 episodes? I don't know if we can answer where we see the world going uh, in the next 50 episodes, because who could have predicted that we are going to have the year that we've had already so far? But The, the Simpsons creators, clearly. Yeah, like, yeah, they uh, predicted w- it. what do we see happening in Magic over the, let's, it's pretty much the next year. Yeah, we we're going to see more of the same. Is there going to be huge changes? What what's going to happen? I've got a I've got a bold I've got a bold prediction. Go for it. In the next fifty episodes, we will see a digital only set where they can like a step towards a purely digital product. So a set that comes out only on Arena, maybe on Magic Online, and uh, yeah, exclusive to Arena. Um, that's my bold prediction for the next fifty yeah, okay. episodes. Yep. I think they'll bring out a mobile version. 
That's not a bold prediction. They've already said that that's coming by the end of the year. No, no, no. They'll have to wait for the skin swarm to rotate out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I think we'll see. I don't think we'll see huge changes in the next year. I think we'll see more of the same and hopefully, uh, hopefully we get more of a... Uh, sort of structure back in place for organised play and the and the pro scene and things like that that have been pretty up in the air for the last year with with all the stuff that's been going on. Uh, Wanga Sith asks, what are your favourite non-magic games, tabletop or otherwise? And uh, Benny Aro also asks, what's our favourite non-magic game? So, Scott, seeing as you don't basically play magic anymore, what's uh, what are your favourite non-magic games? Um, I've probably got three at the moment. There's D and D. Um, for sure uh, and that's probably my favorite non-magic game at the moment because it's I spend probably at least once or twice a week playing that at the moment so that's pretty good um, and outside of that Baldur's Gate um, 3 has got me sucked in that's the new yeah, nice. um, early edition or the new early access one um, quite cool yeah looking forward so, to that one yeah yeah and outside of that it's it's basically lego has ruled my life for the last six or seven months so <laughs> not really a lego. game but <laughs> but it's still playing it's, it's a hobby it's a hobby yep. yeah yeah Stu, i know you're real big on the lego i love lego and speaking of lego and games there's actually tangent time there is a there's a theme called ninjago that have like a dnd type theme at the moment where you buy different sets and you can create a tabletop game out of it you should look into it scott Oh, what? No. <laughs> I can jump it as we speak. I can send you some links later. I can hear Scott's wallet crying out in agony. <laughs> can you hear the mouse moving suddenly? Uh, <laughs> for the rest of us, we've all we've all played a lot of role-playing games. I know, like, Chewie and Cracker, you're both playing the Deadlands at the moment. Yep. Yeah. And you, you guys have been playing, uh, like, well, Cracker and Stu have been playing, like, Destiny and... Mm-hmm. Cracker and Chewy have been playing PUBG and yeah, first there's all, person always, shooters, always different stuff going on. First-person shooters are always something that I'll come back to. I enjoy them. They're just something cathartic about, you know, AK-47s to the face in a way. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. good. Chewy, you and I both played a lot of Warhammer. Uh, well, you played mostly 40K Most, growing mostly up, Mostly 40K, yeah. But, yep. um, yeah, there's I've got a few boxes in the shed of, you know, models in various uh, stages of being painted and assembled that will yep. never see the light of day again yeah I, pl- I played a lot of fantasy growing up i started pretty much start of high school started playing warhammer fantasy and i've still got yeah, most of my models and if you ever look at the the backgrounds that i have when i'm streaming i've got a picture of a uh, a dark angel and a skaven that uh, how's the uh, how's me. the larping going shorty <laughs> <laughs> i have never done larping <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I've been to Kroll Castle. They do LARPing, LARPing there. but uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, and I, uh, I've i been playing The Witcher 3. I finally, you know, it's like five years old now, but uh, finally got into that and absolutely love that. Yeah, uh, awesome game. Just finished the, the main storyline. I was telling the guys before the cast. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to finishing off some side quests and some, some Witcher missions. So. And, uh, yeah, I think most of us on here are probably really looking forward to Cyberpunk when that comes out. I, I've i played a lot of the Cyberpunk role-playing game through sort of late teens and early 20s. And, yeah, this, this computer game, when it comes out, oh, yeah, looking forward to that. It's going to be pretty cool. I just upgraded my computer with that game specifically in mind. I'm really looking forward to that. And yep. uh, complete, like, not computer game related, I really enjoy, uh, like, group uh, board games uh, that, that are just fun, like Boulder Dash and things like that, where you can get around with a bunch of friends and um, basically play until you've laughed so much that your sides hurt. So that's always good as well. <laughs> I've been playing a bit of Among Us, uh, uh, you know, a few people in the Discord mm-hmm. and Cracker and I have been playing with uh, yeah, a few other people from church and stuff like that. And Scott, well, we, we played a family thing with the uh, the cousins and stuff mm. last week, I think it was. So yeah, that's game, good fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, J Mart asks, now that they are a, and he's got it in brackets, controversial thing, what's the most ridiculous, legitimate magic pop culture crossover we'll see by episode 100? Lego. Lego. Gonna see Lego. I, w- I oh, would not be surprised to see a Lego crossover. Look, both these companies are in the business of making money. Yeah. It just makes sense. Come on. I'm keen. Yep. Yeah, I, I would not be surprised to see Lego. Uh, I think. 
like the TV show was, you know, it's a bit of a stretch for for the crossover, like with the with the Walking Dead. They could get really weird and and you know start doing like Star Wars crossovers and, and things like that. And that's I don't know how that'll go, but yeah, there's, there's talk of Furby um, because Hasbro is now involved, and apparently Hasbro is a, a guy brought out a YouTube clip just the other day about it all, and he talked about all the different licenses that Hasbro want to bring into Magic. As uh, I think it's the um, the secret layers. Yeah, yeah. And Furby's one of them. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, happens. I mean, they they may just lean into like Transformers and My Little Pony. They've done both of those as like secret layers, but they may yeah. decide to to do more. I don't know, man. Like it will depend. If wizards think they can make money off it, then they'll go for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Benny R asks, "What's our favourite bean-related meal?" So, for me personally, I actually like I'll eat beans, but I don't really like eating them because uh, they give me gas. <laughs> and I, Classic. I hate, that, hate that feeling of just being bloated and whatever. But anybody else got a favourite bean-related meal? I've I've got one that might actually gross people out a little bit. I enjoy just going to the pantry, getting a can of you know Heinz beans. Cracking the lid, getting a spoon, and just eating them straight from the yeah. can. Don't yeah. eat them, nothing. I just, yeah, I enjoy that. So yeah, that, nah. that would be There's something about cold baked beans that the texture or something is just I, wrong. I think so I'm going to get me. a can after the cast. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Why don't you just have one now, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's but heated gross. baked beans on toast. Or with like bacon and Chef's eggs. Kiss. Yeah, with bacon and eggs, yes. That's pretty That's good. That's probably my favourite. Cracker, yep. once upon a time when we were allowed to like visit each other, you made, uh, I think we are playing Pathfinder and it was your turn to make dinner and you made, like, uh, you did like a Mexican spread and you did burritos. I recall there being beans in that, the black beans. That was pretty good. Yes. Uh, Mexican food with beans, yeah. Enchiladas, burritos, I'll take them all. Nice. All right. Uh, this I think this question might have been might be a loaded question that uh, Reese is targeting at you, Chewy. What's what's the most degenerate thing you've ever experienced in a non-eternal format? Uh, so I think you might be uh, hinting towards modern there. Uh, recency buyers may make it feel like Omnath, but he'd be keen to see how he felt about other things like uh, Clamp and Ravager by comparison. So okay, does modern count as an eternal format? Yes. No. Isn't it? No, modern is not an eternal. We did we did no. an episode on formats. No, it's, not. <laughs> it's non-rotating. But it, I modern know, is yeah. a non-rotating but format, but it's not an eternal. So format. yeah, no. I, I mean we're we're close to an hour, so I I, I won't describe why it's degenerate. <laughs> but for me, it's uh, thank you, Reese, for giving me the opportunity to talk about Crackland Ironworks. I, I appreciate it. Um, um, but we'll just but, uh, go and have a snooze for five but, yeah, minutes. That, like I uh, did pretty well at a few tournaments with that deck, uh, and it. Uh, yeah, like top four at a PTQ and and then so probably the most degenerate thing I've seen is uh, an infect deck on the other side of the table when I'm trying to KCI for that. So <laughs> I'm spoiling your so, day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, run the tables, um, you know, ID into top eight, beat burn in the in the quarterfinals and then yeah, get uh, get paired against the the blue green infect player. So definitely, one hundred percent the the most broken deck in modern that should absolutely be banned. And the reason that I moved to Eldrazi Tron so I could play four copies of Chalice of the Void is uh, yeah because infect is degenerate. So that's 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 my answer. <laughs> <laughs> now you you were actually playing standard when. Like Skull Clamp was legal, weren't you? I, yeah. I wasn't actually playing competitive at that time. Like, how was that? Like, was that broken? Like, if you compare that to where we're at now yeah. with cards like Omnath. Yeah. So there was a um, when I first encountered Skull Clamp in Standard, it was it, there was the onslaught block was still legal. Yeah. So you had like Goblin decks and, and things. So you had all of these, um, you know, cheap aggressive creatures and you know they just reload and they were just relentless and you just had and you know they had haste and it was crazy um so yeah clamp was pretty busted back then uh and then i mean clamp probably wasn't even the most broken card in affinity uh (laughs) but uh it 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 was you know because you had ether vial you had ravager you had cranial plating you had you know um disciple of the vault 
the and the artifact lands. So yeah, yeah the uh, it it got pretty crazy with you know all these zero mana artifacts, your ornithopters and such with Ravager and a um, you know get a disciple of the vault on the board. So you had this aggressive deck. It was nuts. It was dumb. Um, Sony Silence didn't exist back then. Like there was no real checks on it. You know you had like Shatter, uh, which just <laughs> wasn't enough. So um, yeah, that that's pretty degenerate and. Uh, yeah, I'd just have to say that's that's and like Tooth and Nail used to do some pretty busted stuff on yeah. turn four. I mean, we we all played through uh, Hogak. We all played through like Eldrazi Winter in in Modern. There's been some pretty pretty broken decks, but in Standard, uh, yeah, it, it's been a long time since we've seen decks that are quite um, as powerful as as Omnath. We had like combo. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Felidar Sahili yeah. combo, but even that that wasn't. It didn't feel like what we've had in recent years. Like, yes, it was a no. There were still ways to interact with it on yeah, the stack yeah. and stuff. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. It was it was a splinter twin esque combo where you just won, but yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't super powerful until until it got banned. Cracker would Cracker wants to say putting twenty power into play out of your graveyard on turn three, but I mean that's super fair. <laughs> it, it actually is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All my stuff costs three mana. What do you want from me? I'm giving you two free turns. At, at the lost. last uh, modern PTQ, I was playing against a Hogak deck with Eldrazi Tron, and I played a turn three Reality Smasher and attacked. And my opponent was like, "Yep, no worries," and because he'd already hit me for eight with his Hogak because he got into play on turn two. And I just sighed and went, "Do you remember when a turn three five five Trample with Haste was a good play in modern?" <laughs> <laughs> Yep, those are the days. All right, uh, Jay might ask a bit, a bit, bit of a somber question, but uh, what would be the final straw that causes each of us to call it a day with magic? So we sort of talked about this a little bit on I can't remember what cast it was, one, one recently about uh, all the changes and things that were going on in Magic. Is it, what would it actually take you guys, like barring you know global crises or you know, financial difficulty in your life or anything like that? Like, could Wizards do something that would stop any of you from wanting to play the gaming anymore? They probably could, but I haven't put any thought into what that might be. Yeah. It'd have to be pretty bad, though. I can see a world where I would stop playing Arena and interacting that way, but still play Commander and stuff with you guys. Just as, like, we're getting together and, like, well, what? Like, if Chewie sent me a message and I hadn't played Magic in here, he's like, we're cubing. I need an eight. I'll be there in 20 minutes would be my yeah. response. So, yeah. like, I can never see myself never picking up Magic cards again. Like, that's just inconceivable for me. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's really anything Wizards could do that I could picture them doing. You know, they could say, you know, we're now going to, you know, start making weapons of mass destruction or something, but I, I can't see that in their five-year plan. But the only that's, really that's five-colour Omnath, man, just to yeah, be clear. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's coming in the next That's the next, the next one that comes out. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Um, it would be like my, my friends would have to stop playing. That, that would really yeah, be yeah. the only thing that would stop yeah, me from- I think that would be the same thing for me. Like if, if, if all of my friends, like, you know, if, if, if all of you guys stop playing- I would be obviously, you know, we wouldn't be doing this podcast anymore. But I, w I would not be motivated to actually con no, continue I'd, playing. I'm going to take that comment back. If you guys stop playing, I'll just play Jaymon. That'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> play with your new friends, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but like Scott, you sort of said, you know, you you come in and out of the game and that sort of thing. But like, could you see anything stopping you from ever wanting to play Magic again? No, not really. I mean, if if they became really money hungry and just became too. <laughs> Too commercial. I mean, we know they already are. Yeah, stop now. You know, <laughs> if it became far too commercial that it just became a bit of a joke, um, then that would be enough for me to say, well, I'm not going to spend any more money on this game. But uh, like you guys have already said, I think one of the things that I enjoy the most going forward would be I, I, like, I, I enjoyed our day over at uh, Chewie's Playing Cube. So I'd just probably do it on a very, very casual basis. Just yeah. play Continue it that way. with the gathering. Yep. Yeah, just just with the cars we already own and <laughs> just go from there. Just yep. not, not give Wizards any more money. Mm. Oh, but cracking packs is so fun. Sounds like yeah. uh, we're not going anywhere. So good good news, listeners. <laughs> we are not going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> You'll have us beans around for a little while. All right. Uh, we had a last couple of questions from Benny R that we don't have sort of full answers for, but uh, we can touch on briefly. So he asked, what are the formats for the Invitational? So we haven't 
actually confirmed what we're going to do in terms of structure and formats. Most likely it will just be standard, but what we can confirm, we have locked in a prize structure for this. And uh, Cracker, what does that number say that's on our show notes? Uh, it's got it's got a bunch of numbers in it. It says over fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, that's insane. So the the, pro- is the total nuts. prize pool for the Magic Beans Invitational is going to be over fifteen hundred dollars. So this is uh, that's in cash is- and cards, yeah, sealed yeah. product, etc. Yep. Yeah. Cash cards, uh, some sealed products, some uh, some other things, and uh, you know a trophy to uh, to top it off at the end for whoever wins it. So that's, I mean, if you had have said to us last year when we started this podcast that in a year's time we would be running a tournament with over fifteen hundred buck prize pool, I would have thought you were crazy. Like we, I'm not paying fifteen hundred bucks for prizes, but. We're here, so yeah, pr- pretty nuts, and yeah, just a, another thing to sort of show the growth, the crazy growth that we've had, and you know how much we appreciate all the people that listen and watch and and sort of interact with us. So yeah, stay tuned for the final details on that. It's gonna be gonna be pretty cool, and yeah, definitely worthwhile. You know, finishing off your league matches and getting everything done, and then getting into our leagues for next year because we'll be doing that again at the end of next year. So should be cool. The other question he asked was, uh, what are some of the upcoming Evergreen podcasts? So we, we do have a very long list of topics that we want to do in our Evergreen series, but uh, we've run out of pre-recorded stuff and we've all been pretty busy in the last few weeks, so we haven't been recording any of those. So we've got a nice big list, lots of things to talk about. We just try and find topics that are going to be sort of relevant to this this time period when we're releasing them and uh yeah stay stay tuned for that as as we've had the last few weeks we haven't always done an evergreen on the uh on that week on on the off week uh we usually find something to talk about though so yeah we'll we'll get some more of those out to you and that's uh all the questions that we have so yeah we'll uh, we'll wrap it up it's been been good fun i, I think uh you guys have enjoyed yourselves tonight answering these questions, a little, little bit of a, a different format to usual. So hopefully uh, the listeners out there have enjoyed it as well. We uh, yeah, we just want to remind everybody our league that we're currently running for October only has two weeks left in it. So we're recording this on the Thursday night. Uh, the league will finish on Friday, I've completely forgotten the date, the 30th of October. So probably by the time you're listening to this, you've got two weeks left in your league. So if you're in the league, which uh, I assume a lot of our listeners are, get on there, get your matches done so that they're done in time and uh, yeah, get yourself some points for that sweet invitational and uh, yeah, the finals that will be held on the 1st of November. So if you don't know what we're talking about and you're wondering how you can get your hands on that 1500 bucks, well, get into our Discord. You'll find the link for our Discord on our show notes or on our Twitter or Facebook or anything like that. If you want to show us some support, you can go to our merch store, which, again, the link is in our show notes. Pick up some hoodies, T-shirts, or anything like that, and, uh, yeah, show some support. Also, head over to Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar on Facebook. Just search them, search them up on there and check out their daily auctions. Grab yourself some bargains and let them know the beans sent you. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. Just search any of those places for Magic Beans Cast, and you'll find us on there. If you want to find me on Twitter, I am at Peace Inc. Chewy, you are? At Chewy MTG. Cracker. At Joel Hill underscore. Stu. At M Stewie. And Blaster Boy. At The Real Blaster. Very good. So, yeah, thanks uh, thanks to all you guys for being on here tonight. It's been a great, fun episode. And, yeah, massive shout-out to all our listeners that have been supporting us for, through these 50 episodes. We definitely look forward to doing at least another 50 for you. Lots of fun stuff ahead. So, yeah, thanks again. Thanks for listening. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you all next time. 